Yo, where you at? Welcome, Jawville listeners, followers. We are back live. Well, we're not live. We're recording live with a really special guest tonight. I got to read this because he's got so much going on. He's a musician, actor, artist, genuinely nice guy. He's toured with They Might Be Giants, Ben Folds. He's starred in a film called Kung Fu Teenage Bigfoot. He's been in an episode of Orange is the New Black. He was a guest on the Jimmy Kimmel Show. And most of you know, love, and or maybe hate him from the NJM Jingle commercials, the insurance company, which we see constantly. And he also happens to be the singer of an 80s disco rock cover band called Tragedy. His music's been described as a cross between circus music and glam rock. And he is our guest, Cornmo. Welcome, Cornmo. <laughs> so I know you, I met you at, at a Fringe Festival, I think, or a late night cabaret that Scott Johnson put on in, in Philly oh, yeah, maybe yeah, like yeah. seven or eight years ago. And I, I was sitting back watching a baseball game and that commercial came on and I was like, what the fuck? So tell me, how does that even come around? Well, I have a, I have an agent and she, she finds stuff that she thinks that I might uh, have a chance at. So mm -hmm. there was a, a call for guitar players. And I was pretty proud because it was the, I think it may be the first time I ever actually just auditioned for something without knowing anybody and right. getting art just by auditioning. And to be fair, I don't think there's many people that are looking for acting work that have even have a guitar. So right, right. I think I just had the advantage that I had a guitar. Did you see anyone else in the audition line or that day? No. I mean, the best thing about this pandemic, because I, I, I clam up when yeah. I get one of people to audition. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I got to self-tape. So there was, it was just me oh. and my phone. So I just yeah. – and but then I did a callback. But they were nice. They were so, so nice and and – the director and his brother, I guess it's co-directors. They're just, okay. they're really smart and funny. So it made it really easy to be around. Cool. I, I'm going to play a, a bit of the one here. Thanks again for having us today. To recap, the mascot or the jingle. When you're in a bender bender, this let us to remember NJM. <laughs> when your insurance speaks for itself, you don't need gimmicks. No jingles or mascots. Um, did you know going in that it was for two commercials, or did the one go really well and they're like, "Oh, we got to do another one with him"? Yeah, well, no, we did. We did two days of shooting. We did one in the lot where the lobby is, where mm -hmm. I auditioned to the uh, person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's play it. I'll play and that one now. We were in a separate spot where I did where we did all the office stuff. So yeah, we shot it all in two days, all the commercials. You wanna hear some jingles? Oh. Na 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 NJM. At NJM, we believe that great insurance speaks for itself. That's cool. Check this out. <laughs> NJM, your new best friend. 
Yeah, no. Oh, how about this one? NJ Amazing! That was really great. Thank you. But no jingles or masks. It's funny stuff, man. So, <laughs> like, you're like, that's cool, but check this out. You're like, your delivery is so deadpan and great on that. Thanks. I was trying trying hard not to be terrible. So what, what kind of audition did you do for that? What were you sending them? Uh, I don't remember my audition, but I, I'll show you my guitar. <laughs> Got it somewhere. Oh, here it is. So I've been looking for a guitar for tragedy, and they're really expensive. And the one they the one I play in the commercial, they like sent me some pictures of like which one do you want? And they were like the most expensive guitars. So in my head, I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna pick the most expensive, and then sure. they're not gonna be able to use it. Right. So I'll just get to take this guitar home. But Did they didn't find it. But anyways, it's this is the one I used. Okay. It's well, you didn't get the you didn't get to keep the guitar. No, nah, they rented it. They were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> your outfit was that did they plan that outfit or that outfit you're wearing in there in that video in the commercials that's most that jacket's mine it's a sweet jacket it's got like a cool 70s like lounge singer vibe to it so uh my my ex-girlfriend this uh from hershey she uh we were in the circus together and she she hand sewed some badass jackets for me uh, for when I was in the circus and uh, that, that white one. Yeah. It's, it's one of my favorite jackets of all time. I, Wait a minute, what, what circus were you in? I didn't know you were actually in a circus. I was in the Bindle stiff family circus, which is a sideshow. Yeah. What would you do? What did you do in that? I did, uh, I did music for them and um, I, I opened for them in Dallas, Texas when I lived in, uh, in Denton, Texas, and then their their musician was uh, leaving, so they asked me to join, and that was part of the reason I moved to New York. Was it a traveling circus? Yeah, we toured. What's that like traveling with a circus? It was a lot of fun because they 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 took time out to do cool stuff. We went to Gibson Town, which was uh, the Home, it's like the uh, like Sarasota is for circus people. Gibson Town. What, what do you mean by that? Is for circus people. It's uh, well, there's a uh, a lot of it. Just became like a like a home for a lot of, I guess, because they can practice outside all year. <laughs> I don't know. Right. That's just, wild. I think uh, Ringling is uh, Ringling has a uh, college down there in Sarasota. Okay. But Gibson Town is for sideshow, and. Uh, the the guy who's considered the the father of sideshow Ward Hall, he lived down there. So we went to visit him. It's where Lobster Boy is from, that yeah. area. Um, and it was great because I we stayed at his place and he had Petey, who was also known as Poobah. He was one of the Munchkins in the Wizard of Oz. Hmm. Um, this guy Mephisto, he was like a fire eater who also built gaffs like. Uh, you know, he'd build an alien carcass or whatever for the sideshow. And then there was uh, uh, another guy named uh, Chris. He was, uh, he trained monkeys. Uh, so you have all these sideshow people living in Gibbstown, Florida? Gibson Town, yeah. Gibson Town? 
And uh, this guy, Bruce, he was the fat guy, fat man. <laughs> he was in uh, that movie, Big Fish. There's a scene where um, uh, Owen McGregor's uh, washing the fat man in this giant pool with a with like a giant uh, room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that guy. And then I ended up working for that guy. In a, in the sideshow in Ward's sideshow one day, like do a music for him. No, I had to carry his stuff, which was what kind of, what kind of stuff does a fat guy have? He had uh, he and I when I say that he he wanted to be the greatest fat man. I think he was up, up to nine hundred pounds. Holy fuck! And uh, yeah, I I had a I had a dolly and I was moving his chair. His giant easy chair. Um, Is it a custom-made easy chair? Uh, it looked like a regular chair, but I also had to carry, like, his snacks. He had, like, uh, marshmallow fluff. Um, I think he had some yeah. graham crackers. He also had, like, an empty tin can with a, uh, a gas can. That was for him to pee in because I was trying to grab it because it was all falling off. And the other guy was like, just let it fall. Just let did it you have to? Did you have to empty that? No, he he would he no, I never did. Sweet. Um, and then I had to, and then I was after I did that, I was uh, doing the bed of nails, which I'd never done before. And then you actually uh, lay on it. Yeah. 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 It hurt, but <laughs> you imagine it would. But my, they, is there like a is there like an actual technique that they train you in? That's what I asked because it was my first time. I was like, so what do I do? And he's like, the guy's like, lay down. Just lay down. I was like, Let me. Just lay down. I was like, okay. Hey, have you, um, I'm wondering, have you checked the comments of the YouTube videos at all for those commercials? No, I don't read. Are comments. you someone? Yeah, I, so I, I got to read a few for you. They're all, they're all, they're good, man. Like you really I, resonate I, with people. I, yeah, I, I can't take a bad. Yeah, 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 I hear you. I'm the same way. Still. So the comments, I saw a few. It's like, how bad is it that I really like this jingle? Uh, I'd like a t-shirt with this guy singing. Pure genius. This guy is so talented. I want to hear all these commercials. Like, it's overwhelmingly positive. You really resonate, and people dig what you did in those commercials. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's funny, man. I want to play... Uh, I'll play Jimmy Kimmel for just a clip of it. His new album, The Magic Is You. And uh, now Can you, you hear that? Song? You seem nervous, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is called Busey Boy, and uh, it's Cormo, everybody. Here he is. Cormo. Was a young boy who put my rice on his eyebrows Dried cranberries under his chin Went to club, said, hey, my name is Wild Rice Could you let me in for free? Said, there's no cover, you got rice on your face He said, don't I know you're from someplace He said, maybe, I don't know Dude, I've been said, listening to this so. all day wow. I love this song name. I think you got me mistaken, but guys I'm yeah, dude. So boy. good. I'm not to Gary Busey boy. I'm not to Gary So good, man. Thank you. So, were you terrified going on that oh, show? Man. Yeah, I was really scared. I was nervous. I mean, it's you know. Yeah. You know how does that happen? An agent, or did someone see you on tour with they might be giants? How did that that come about? So there was a show called. Uh, automatic vaudeville in new york 
There's a whole kind of sideshow carnival theme going on with you. Yeah, this one was this one was uh, hosted by Paul Shear, and the stage manager was the guy who plays uh, uh, Ken from Thirty Rock. Okay. So the page, yeah, Kenneth. Oh, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jack McBrayer, that's his name. And uh, anyways, uh, I back then to get on this show, you had to send a videotape, which was like at the time if you didn't have a video cam, you had to borrow one from a friend. Yeah. And so I finally got some video to send for this to be on the show. And then uh, the lady who booked it, her office caught on fire, and it my audition tape was destroyed. <laughs> so. This is a story that I heard that she felt so bad for me that yeah. she she asked if I wanted to be on the Jimmy Kimmel show. <laughs> That's what I heard. I mean, I, right. so it's kind of like know. a pity booking, but still, nonetheless, you're on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, yeah. Did he interact with you at all? Did he respond to that? Was it afterwards? Oh, that was it. No, that was it. That was it. Afterwards, <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a. Well, the band was really nice. They were super, super nice guys. So that's his band playing your song. Yeah, and the the leader of that band is his childhood friend. So when he got that show, they were like, "Who's going to be your musical director?" He's like, "Oh, I'm going to get I'm going to get my friend." Right. And then like, the friend brought his friends, and his dad plays in the band too. And uh, so they learned the song, and they were so nice. And then afterwards, they had an after party. So I went because I was really excited. And they had a bunch of uh, uh, chicken satay. Yeah. <laughs> so I drank beer and ate chicken satay. And the, some of the band was there playing video games, but yeah. nobody came. It was just me and the security <laughs> guard. The I, I hung out with the security guard. And that was nice. The band looked like they're having a good time playing your song. They're like yeah. laughing and smiling the whole time. They were, yeah, they were super, super nice. Let's talk about what you're doing most, most recently with Tragedy. I've seen you guys a couple of times in Philly. It is one hell of a fucking show. Thanks. You guys do uh, like metal rock covers of 80s BG songs and other similar disco stuff. I did. I have to ask you with Dave Grohl and his people doing it, like, does it piss you off a little bit? Because you guys have kind of been doing this for a few years and it feels like the Foo Fighters are coming around with their DG, DGs, I think they're calling themselves. Yeah. And everyone's like, picking up coverage of it and press of it and talking about it. And I'm thinking I've seen it and you guys are in another stratosphere as far as what they're doing. Uh, does it, does it irritate you, bother you? Are you happy about it? I, no, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, you know, it's cool what they did. It's, it's different from what we do. So it's not, and it's a, a band that everybody, everybody knows. So mm -hmm. it, yeah, we, we don't have the uh, we don't have the right to corner the the market on. on you guys should. Movies. You guys are that good that you should. You guys have done Europe as tragedy, right? Yeah, yeah. How's it received yeah. in Europe? The UK is great. 
it, yeah. it, it's it's so much fun. I, it's my favorite place to tour now. The UK? We have a routine, or at least yeah. I have a routine. You seem like you like routines. I love a routine. <laughs> yeah. You got a good routine vibe going. Love, you know? Well, what'd you say? When you're doing what you love and you have a set routine, Yeah. I mean, there's no better sleep than having a great day and feeling like <laughs> did something, you know? Oh it's yeah, yeah. That that is a good sleep because the days where you feel like you don't do anything, it's a tough it's tough to get to sleep that night. Yeah. I mean I've if I've done a moving if I do a moving job mm-hmm. and you know manual physically lifting, yeah. I can go to sleep yeah. I can sleep soundly then too. Yeah, I'm gonna do this segment going forward where um I'm gonna give you I want to see. I'm going to give you a celebrity, and you tell me if they're if you think they're worth more or less money than Blues Travelers John Popper. John Popper is worth sixteen million dollars, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah, yeah, right. So I want you to tell me. You know who Bruce Campbell is? Oh yeah. All right, Bruce Campbell, actor, producer, director, Evil Dead franchise, Bubba Hotep, Adventures in Briscoe County, USA's Burn Notice. Do you think Bruce Campbell is worth more or less than John Popper's $16 million? This is according to CelebrityNetworth.com. I have no... Well, I met... I hung out with John one night. He was really... How nice. was he? He was? Super, he came to is one of like, my variety shows. He oh, that's super nice. That's good to hear because he threatened me one time on Twitter. Because I, the, yeah, he was, his Twitter things, yeah. But he's actually he was like he was playing like the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball game, and I was just like, oh man, it's come, it's this bad in Pittsburgh where you have to have a John Popper concert to try and get people out, and he just attacked me on Twitter, like threatening me. So. He's nice. He's he's super nice. All and right. Then, well, uh, the question is, is he worth more or less than Bruce Campbell? Well, let me think. I also well, Bruce Campbell bought dinner for me once. Oh, so maybe I, he's got some bucks. He's got some bucks because he bought for everybody. Uh, but I'm going to say, I'm just going to guess John Pop, the 16 million might be the, the, John Popper is the winner. That is correct. John Popper is at 16 million. Bruce Campbell is at 10 million. I cannot believe Bruce Campbell is worth less than John Popper. That he keeps is- me up at night because Evil Dead is my favorite movie franchise of all time. All right, Cormo. So, uh, social handles for Instagram or Twitter or whatever you do, Facebook. Just Cormo. Just at Cormo. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, Cormo. Thanks for joining me. Uh, much continued success in your world, man, and all your endeavors. I hope I see you soon. Thanks, Greg. It was nice to yep. see you. Yeah. Take it easy, man. <laughs>